Okay, good morning. Part two of uh, our Boshul series. Being that we're going, we're preparing toward Yud Shvat in a few weeks. And as I discussed last week at length, our introduction to the Mimer, some background, some history. So I'm going to go now, and as well as an overview of the first 12 chapters in Boshulagani. So this year corresponds to Perikud Gimel. As we know, the Rebbe every year would say a Mimer Boshulagani corresponding to that chapter. So on Tov Shechav Gimel, the Rebbe said the Mimer Boshulagani and that Perikud Gimel, and then 20 years later in the second cycle in Tov Shemem Gimel. So every year, we Chsidim follow that uh, structure. So this year is Perikud Gimel, and we have the Perikud Gimel in the original Boslagani Tavshin Yud, as well as the Tavshin Chav Gimel, Tavshin Mem Gimel. So after giving, as I said, an overview of, like the Rebbe did every year, before he went to the Perik, he first got a summary of all the Prakim till that point, which of course helps understand the theme of that particular Perik. So I did that, I'll just sum it up briefly. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to go into Perikid Gimel itself in the original Tov Shin Yud with some key points from the Rebbe's Maimorim and Chav Gimel and Mem Gimel, but more in an overview. And hopefully next week I'll be more, go more into the Rebbe's Maimor of Tov Shin Chav Gimel. And the week after that, which I think is the week of Yud Shvat, will be, the week before Yud Shvat, will be Tov Shin Mem Gimel. But when you really look at it like a picture, you can actually see a buildup of how even Tav Shemem Gimel adds something to Tav Shechav Gimel. And of course, all of this is elaborating on the Perikut Gimel. So to learn it properly, you really have to go in that order. It can move, you can learn any mimer anywhere and any time. But to really appreciate it, I think it's best to do it that way. So the central theme of Basilagani, as we said, is exactly what the words Basilagani means. I come to my garden. What is the garden? Lignuni. Which means a bridal chamber. So it's not just a garden, it's my garden. It's not just a location, it's a garden. So it's a special place. It's the Abishta's resting place, his bedroom, if you wish. Which is what he says, because when the world was created, the Shechina was apparent and revealed down on this earth. And that was also why it's Ganadin. Ganadin is a Gan. Why Gan? Abishtha could, could have been a city. Could have been a Ir. Could have been a, a different location. Because he wants to emphasize the Gani part. And then through the Chatoim, starting from the Chet Tzadas, what's the Indian of a Chet? A Chet, like the word Aveda, means to move away from, to displace. In uh, modern lingo, you can call it a dissonance, a disconnect between who you are and what your purpose is. That's what happened when Adam and Chave ate from the tree of knowledge. As the Alter Rebbe explained, why did Hashem say Ayeko? Doesn't bring this to the mind, but the Rebbe brings it in other places. Why Ayeko? Hashem didn't know where, Mesh, where, where Adam was. Because he didn't recognize, he said, Salam Alekim, where are you? You wandered away, you've betrayed yourself and you've betrayed your purpose by eating from the tree. Of course, Begashmi is the Ebishtah Son, but sometimes you sit near someone and you say, where are you? You're not with me yet. I don't feel you're present. So the Chet Tzadas began a series of 
unfortunate events, generation after generation, more and more concealments. Until Avram began to reverse the process, it began to gili hashchina. And that too went step, step, seven, seven generations of Histalkus and Helam, seven generations of Gili, until Moshe, the Deir Ashvi, from Avram, built the Mishkan after Matan Teirav, Shachanti B'Seicham, those words, so the world became a garden again. But it was Lefisha. But it gave now the power to all of us to be able to transform the world and make it Adira B'Tachtenim until Mashiach comes, when then it will become a permanent Gani. That what happened in the beginning, and even greater, Adira B'Tachtenim, Adira for Atzmus in this lowest of worlds. That's the essence of the, of the Maim, of the Hemshech. And then he goes on to say, how do you do it? So just like the Mishkin, what's the Mishkin Navedis Hashem? So he goes to Karbonus, Aseshitim, Kroshim. These are the chapters. He's basically describing how you, what is the formula for building a divine home in a, in a very materialistic world where godliness is concealed. So the Shitim is Ruach Shtus. Of the of an which is also a helam, transforms to the umazet, the shtus the gedusha, the shtus of the animal soul, which is essentially the carbon adam kiyakir. We bring a carbon from the bikem, the animal soul, and kiruv veloshin carbon veloshin kiruv, elevating it. The same idea is shitim shtus kiresh kroshim the sheker of kufre shin. Transforming the Shekin into Emes. And who does it? The Neshamas that are called Sivas Havaya, the army. They are given the strengths to do this. And that continues the Hemshech after the first 10 chapters begins Sivas Hashem. Of the, and the 10th chapter and then the 11th, what, how they now have the power to do it. Because it's a big question. The Abish to create a world with a Helam Behester, even even without Chatoim. Simsumarishin and everything like that. And then the Chatoim only made it worse by concealing it even more. So where do we have the power to reverse the process? So obviously we have the power from Avram and from Moshe and from all the generations and Teda. But specifically, so that comes the Eitzus. That the Eibishter, just like in the Moshe where a king gives his resources, and not just resources, his deepest resources, Nelame Enkel Chais, and the resources that no one ever saw before, when does he give it to be against the Menaget? In Atzilus, there's no Menaget. We're going to learn about this also in chapter 13. Atzilus is Elikus. The only Menaget is really in this lowest of worlds, where the Halamas Vestadim are. So here's where the Ebrister gives the Anshechayel. He gives it through the ministers, through the Pekidim, but he gives it to them, to the Anshechayel, to the foot soldiers that are on the front lines of, in the Rebbe's words, the Deir Ashvi. Because we are finishing the job now that just like Moshe was Deir Ashvir from Avram, we're the Deir Ashvir from the Alter Rebbe. And um, it gives us the Eitzes in order to be able to overpower this, this profound concealment and hell and behester of this world. And be menatseich in the Mochama, which basically means to transform the Shtus, the Lumazet, the Shtus, the Kedusha, the Sheker of the world into Emes, and in a permanent way. What is this Eitzer? Here the Rebbe Friedrich Rebbe begins that the Eitzer is Eirein Sof Lamay Lamay Laadein Ketz. But to understand Lamay Lamay Laadein Ketz we have to begin with Lamata Mata Adein Tachlis. 
which is, is the concern and the theme of chapters 11, is where it begins, 12, thirteen and fourteen is Lamatamatahis. And chapter fifteen begins Lamaila Maila Adenkes. So I mentioned this yet last week, but I want to focus on this for a moment because I think it's a critical point that many people miss. And the Rebbe almost every time he has it, this Maimir in Tafshin Chavbeis and Chafalath and Chav Gimel, Chav Dalat, Chav Hey, all the way, those, these parakim, he always focused on one thing, always, which is, why does the, Alta, the Rafizik Rebbe have to, if the Eitzit is Lamay Lamay Laadein Ketz, why are we talking about Lamat Mat Adein Tachlis? It's true, the, the, the Zayar says, the Loshan is, that um, in Tukun Zayar, that Eirein Sof, Lamay Lamay Laadein Ketz, Lamat Mat Adein Tachlis. But the eights is Lamay Lamay Laadein Ketz, because the Hetz Helem Achad Helem, the Eitzit that were never revealed before. Lamata Mata Aden Tachas were revealed. That's Eden Sof, that's Nimshach all the way down below. That's how the Abishta created the world. As was discussion in these chapters. So why do you need this Hagdom? It's three chapters. All on Lamata Mata when at the end you're getting to Lamai Lamai. And the Rebbe says continuously the same thing that you can't really appreciate or come to Lamai Lamai Aden Ketz unless you have first Lamata Mata Aden Tachas. So I want to focus on that a moment because that I think is a critical introduction to understand Perikid Gimel well, which of course is a continuation of Perikid Beis and then, and then Perikid Dalit, but especially Perikid Gimel. So the Nukud is like this. And uh, I'm, I'm going to, as I said, sum up Perikid Gimel, but I'll start with this Nukud here. The Matamata Aden Tach, as Friedrich Rebbe explains, is Gili Acha Gili. What does that mean? In the words that he says, it's talking about the Gili and his pastors of Ede and Sof going downward from the highest levels because it's Eden Sof. So in Perikid Beis, he talks about how that Eden Sof creates Elamis and Berut Nivrayim, Bligvul. You know, the world is a Gvul. So it wouldn't be Bligvul. Only the Ebesh is Bligvul. But no, because Eden Sof is Lamata Mata Aden it can create Mahava, Elamis and Nivrayim, Bligvul as he elaborates in chapter 12. In chapter 13, as the Rebbe emphasizes in Chetov Shem Chav Gimel, the Chiddush is not just that the Hisavus, he's not just creating Bligvul, infinite creatures and infinite worlds, but the Eid Ein Sof itself now, we're talking about the Eid, retains its Ein Sof even when it enters into all these worlds. Because you could argue, Eibishter created Bligvul, that's uh, his power. But Eid Ein Sof remains detached from uh, this world. In this Perikid Gimel, the main Chiddush is that Eden Sof itself is not just Nishtalshul Aden Tachlis, meaning Eden Sof goes all the way down to the lowest worlds, but it remains Eden Sof. That remains Bligvul and Ein Sof even when it goes all the way down. The Rebbe makes it very clear in Tavshech of Gimel that you could have learned the opposite. You can learn not that way. Again, you can learn that the energy of God goes all the way down. That's why we have a world. And the world Taka has Bligvul creatures. But the Eberstus Bligvul remains removed from us. Who says we have access to it? So the Chiddush of Eden Sof, Lamata Mata Aden Tachlis, is that the Eden Sof, even Lamata Mata, in the words of the Maimer, even the Dargis Hayeser Achrenus, Vayeser Tachtenus, the third line of Perikid Gimel, that even there it remains Ein Sof. So that means that even in the lowest situations, and every Darga, 
you have also access to the Ein Sof of Elokus. That's a tremendous Chiddush. Because like, again, you could say that Ebeshter is an Ein Sof. He created Bligvul creations. But who says we have access to Bligvul? We're still Gvulim. You and I, we're limited human beings. We're called mortals. Nivra, Gvulim Mida. We're made of, we have to eat, we have to sleep. We don't live forever. All the Hagbalas of this world. But to say that there's an Ein Sof within us means we have access to it. That is the main theme here. So that leads to answer the question, so why, is, why this is so important? Because if you don't appreciate that alakus is in everything, begili, when I say begili, obviously it's behelim in this world, but I mean that it's there, it's accessible, you can't reach lamay lamay adain ketz. Because lamay lamay adain ketz is the helim achad helim. If you don't first experience the through gili, you're definitely not going to access him through helim. So it's only because the Eden self comes down and we have access to it. And we know it exists with us in all the Madregas. And we'll soon talk about it as the Friedrich Rebbe goes through all the levels, from the highest levels to the lowest levels of Eden self, the Matamata, the Entachlis. That then leads us so we can appreciate now that we know God on our terms, so to speak, how Gilead Lukus is in the Elamis. Now you can come and say, okay, now let's understand the Ebrister as he is beyond us. Helem Achad Helem. The eights that we never could appreciate. Can you appreciate a teacher, your teacher, let's say, is a master and has brilliant ideas? If you don't learn, if you don't begin first learning on your terms, if you don't learn olive base, if you don't learn posuk, a posuk, and a mission, and a gemari, you're not going to call inisha, daita de is not happening if you don't first have daita de on your terms. So first you need giluyim on your terms. Like I mentioned, I think, you can't get to Bechol Maidecha if you don't have Bechol Avcha, Bechol Nafshecha. It's like someone say, I'm jumping to, to the highest levels. There are Yetzman HaKlal, Zman Gula. But Bechlal, you have to go in order. Like when, uh, like, um, when we say, Tachlis HaYediyah Shalei Neida. You first have to have Yediyah to come to Tachlis HaYediyah Shalei Neida. I think I once heard that Purim, someone got drunk, Adela Yoda, and they said, the Rebbe, they, they said to the Rebbe, it's Adela Yoda. So the Rebbe said, Yoda, Yoda. In other words, you have to have first, someone says, I think out of the box. So I would ask them, what box do you have first? Let me tell you, let's hear your box, and then we'll talk about out of the box. In other words, to appreciate the Eberster as he is an Eitzer, to appreciate these Eitzers that were never revealed, you first have to appreciate the Eitzers, so to speak, that are revealed. And that's the Seder Aved. First Giluyim, and then you come to Etzem. So the Mailamada and Ta'edah is much higher than the Matamata and Tachas. And that's why it's like the Etzem, that's Mizgala, Midas HaNetzachan, that we'll learn in chapter 15. But to appreciate that, you have to first go through the Matamata Aden Tachlis. And this is a critical point that, as I said, I hear people teaching, they don't, they don't emphasize it enough, in my opinion at least. Now, in the Sikha of Tavshin Chav Gimel, let me chaz this, again, something that, just for the record, if you want to sometimes appreciate all the nuances of uh, the Rebbe's uh, Maimorim and sometimes the Sikhs after the Maimer that were like not part of the Maimer the Rebbe often added pieces so actually in Tav Shechov Gimel this year's uh, the Yudshvat that corresponds to this Perik the Rebbe speaks about this interestingly so on a Sikhah close to the end of the Fabrengen the Rebbe speaking Kirogel the Rebbe had the custom to always mention the Russian Jews they called the Eden from Medina because they were in prison Poshet Kipshutte no communication, 
There was no contact. They couldn't travel. Locked away. But by the Rebbe, they were very close to the Rebbe's heart. First of all, Bechlal Eden. But also, this is where Chassidim came from. These were Chassidim. This is where the Friedrich Rebbe we always talk about, especially in big Fabrengans, Yutzvat and Pes. I mean, all the, almost every major Fabrengan for sure. But many times, especially that year, the Rebbe actually, you may have heard that year, the Rebbe had tremendous Agmas Nefesh, that he spoke about the Russian Jews, and no one even said L'chaim for them. The Rebbe was extremely upset about that. I remember my grandfather, Yankel Lipsker, after that, every Fabrengan, he'd go over and say L'chaim for the Russian Jews. He took upon himself that achlot. It was all Tosh and Chav Gimel. Um, so the Rebbe speaks about the Russian Jews, and he says, you know, Kerogim Redvegin them, by the Friedrich, by the Shver, by the Baal Hilula, where they were very tired. He never forgot them when he left Russia. He always remembered them, always talked about them. So the Rebbe talks about them, of course, gives them a big bracha, that they should come out of Minah Meitzar, El Amerchav, Kipshute. But the Rebbe adds something, and then says, Yeshlem Abedarech Efsher, why Lamata Mata Adein Tachlis leads to Lamayla Mayla Adein Ketz. He uses this, uh, this kud about Russian Jews. What does he say? He says that when the Eden are living b'merchav, meaning not ma'cheri mosach hapazel, we're not talking about mina meitzer, the Jews in Russia, former Soviet Union, that since Eden are kreima shleima, we're one organism, one entity, so when we're strong in one place, we give strength to the other. So when the Eden living barchava, meaning in freedom, learn teirem, akayim mitzvahs, with, with the yigia, with, with the dedication, they give strength to the Eden there. That's what the Rebbe says. And then he says also the other way around. Minameitzar, it says, Kodasi ka, Anani ba Merchav ka. That Meitzar brings to Merchav. So the Rebbe says, Yeshlema bederechevsha, that that's why the Maimer first begins with Lamata Mada Adin Tachlis and then goes to Lamata Adin Kais. The Rebbe's words, Yeshlema bederechevsha. Why? Because when you're lamata mata adin tachlis, as we're going to learn in Peri Kid Gimel, that it's all the way down to the world of Paroi, Liya Eriva, Aniyasisini, Aniva Afsiyeit, all that comes with that. And even there there's elokus, lamata mata adin tachlis. Lamata mata adin tachlis. So that mina meitzar, that leads. Not, not right now, sir. There's a middle of a class, so come back later. That the <clears throat> as I said, as the Pedic discusses, and we'll discuss it, that it's not just Lamatamata in Divrei Gedusha. That Friedrich Rebbe, the second half of the Pedic, talks about how it comes down to the lowest levels. Even levels that forget Bechlal de Zalakus. So the Rebbe is using that, that's like the world of the Jews behind the Iron Curtain. Meitzah mina meitzah. And that brings to Lamayla Maila Aden Ketz. To revealing the Helema Atzmi or the Helema Achad Helem. That's what the Rebbe says. So you see, yet again, as I said, you keep seeing the Rebbe keeps on talking about why you need Lamata Mata before Lamayla Maila. When you learn the Maimon itself, you probably could, you could try to figure it out, but the Rebbe makes it very, very clear. I think it's a vital point, as I said, in understanding, first of all, the whole flow the Hemshech of the chapters, and also to understand this Perik itself. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go over the Perik with Gimel. I was first thinking of reading Poshet, every line inside. You're all big Tamid Chachamim, and, every, and, there, and there's so many Shurim out there. I don't know if I have to do that. So I felt better to probably go through and just the main points 
and explain what the Shlitika Rebbe is saying. I'm going to obviously use the Rebbe's explanations, but next week we'll actually learn the Rebbe's Maimer more focus on Tavshin Chav Gimel, and then Tavshin Mem Gimel. But one more thing which I wanted to mention before I get into it. Just the flow, a lot of people asked me, how do you compare the Maimer of Tavshin Chav Gimel, Tavshin Mem Gimel? And what does each one add over the other? Because remember, the Rebbe, of course, knew what he said in Tavshin Chav Gimel. Rebbe Chlal was aswarded by Chassidim when the Rebbe started the second cycle, Tavshin Lamed Aleph, we were looking like, what's the difference between how the Rebbe explained it in the first cycle and the second cycle? So I don't know if it's Mamish Bediuk uh, like this, but some felt that the Rebbe in the second cycle focused more on the central theme of each chapter. In the first cycle, the Rebbe focused more on the diuk of each uh, phrase and each comment and each piece. Like, like when Perikud Gimel Mamish, you see that. The Rebbe Poshut goes through first section, the second section, maybe like ten sections, explaining each one by Barichas. In both of them, the Rebbe brought all the Maimorim from all the Rabbe, from the Rebbe brought from all the Rabbe. So you see this very brilliant in Chav Gimel and Mem Gimel. And again, to put it in context, but you know, sometimes when you learn the details, you can lose the big picture. What's the context? So both, both of course, are explaining Pedikid Gimel. So you can't understand these Maimorim if you don't understand Pedikid Gimel. Pedikid Gimel, as I just said before, and I'll say it again, in the context of the whole Basilegani. Every Patek adds something. It's not like another Patek. Every Patek. What does this Patek add? The, the big question of, okay, you may say, Basiligani, that the world is a God, but it's now Behelem because of the Tzimtzum and because of the Chatoim. You say we have the power, due to the Eitzud of the Adin Ketz, to fight this battle and win the battle. Nechzachim. But we're dealing with a Helem Behestah Shein Kamayu. In the words of the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, to the point that they cry out, Aniva Afsiate. Now you don't need many rayas. As Levitzchuk Badichever once said to the Ebrister, he said, Kunz, you gave, the, in the world, you gave them Elam Haza and all its Taivas and all its Nisanis, and you wrote this for him about Elam Haba and, and Ruchnis. Do the opposite, and you'll see how they behave. Let them experience Ruchnis and Elokus and Elam and Ganeden and Elam Haba, and write in the books about Elam Haza and the Shoyim Gevrim Bey and Kol Hadrachim Becheskes Akona and and and, and uh, what he says in Pei Vov, the very strong words that Kol Ha what does he call it there? Um, uh, it's, it's Kosha. What's the lashon there in Pei Dig Vov? That this world is a, a, a tough and difficult world. You hear the word? Write that in the books. Imagine what life would be like if we're reading in the books how difficult this world is. But Begashmi's Bapoyal, we live in a Gula world. So the question is, we all know, how difficult it is. As much as you learn Chsidis, as much as you know Eneid Movade, as much as you know that every second neighbor Samahava Machaim Machaim the world, that Hini Hashem Nitzavalov, all the Dinyonim and Tanya and Chsidis and so on, we all know how difficult it is. Even Rabbi Yechem ben Zake lamented to his students when he was passing away, Halavai, Shetehelechem, Meide, Shemaim, Kemeide, Basavadam. This is Rabbi Yechem ben Zake, Tanoim. How much more so by us? So, with all the ideas and all the Amuna and Betochen and everything, it's still, we all know it's a struggle. Who doesn't struggle? We all have the issue of Helen Behester. So, what remains is, okay, fine, the Eitzir will give us the Kayach. But, like I said, 
How do you get to an Eitzah that's so nelam? How do we, on our terms, how do we get there? So Pedikid Gimel comes to answer that question. That El Einsof, not just the uh, Tzimtzum, the Einsof of Elokus is everywhere. You just don't see it, but it's everywhere. It's even in the darkest moments, even Pare, who's the ultimate Klippe. You know, Golos Mitzrayim is the ultimate Golos. Mitzorim V'gvulim. Pare, Liyei Eri Vani and then the Friedrich Rebbe goes how it is Naveda by Balei Bale Esek and Yeshua'el, etc., which we'll soon review. So that's the answer. Elikus is everywhere. And not just Elikus, the Ainsof of Elikus. So basically it's saying that you and I, with all our challenges, in the darkness, in Lamata Mata, not just Atzillus and Elam is for higher than Atzillus, but in Biya, in Nefrodim, there's a Lamata Mata. That's the Pella. That's why he calls it a Pella. Not just a pella in Haskola. It's a pella in Aveda. That means in our mata mata, whether it's Elam Katnaz Adam, your challenges with your nefesh abam is v'chulu v'chulu, or the big darkness of the world, there's Eden Sof is there. And you, it's just a matter of finding it and accessing it. This also explains another Nukudah, which is very important. In Tov Shalom at Beis, the Rebbe's big focus then was a lot in the Maimer at Yutzvat and um, as the Sichus, I should say, was Gan. Why does it say Basiligani? Why is the world called a garden? And the Rebbe said something very, very practical in a way. He said, because there's a theory that the world is not a garden. It's a jungle. Look at the world. There's death, there's murder, there's injustice. Even with a world that's almost ready for the Gula, far from perfect. And the Rebbe even said, he didn't say by name Freud, but he said there's even thinkers, psychologists, that say the human being is essentially an animal, the world is essentially a jungle. Yeah, we can behave, we can superimpose over ourselves, uh, behave civilly and nice, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm using Freud's words, a person is an id. It's a selfish pleasure, desire to satisfy your own needs. That's the essence of the person. And that was the prevailing view psychological view of a human being. Even today, even though there are people disagree and so on, it's still the, in the Western world the way we look at people. Basically, we evolve from animals. So we're basically animals. But whatever, we develop a mind and so on. So we have laws and rules among red lights and green lights. But push comes to shove, survival of the fittest. What means to take care of ourselves? You know, like they tell that joke, the two guys went camping. In the middle of the night, one of them hears a bear scurrying about. So he wakes up his friend and says, we got to get out of here, there's a bear. And while he's telling him this, he's tying his shoelaces on his sneakers. So his friend says to him, what do you think, you can outrun the bear? He says, no, all I have to do is outrun you. In other words, we'll take care of ourselves. That's the theory. The Rebbe, the Rebbe speaks about it, not about Yichus G'dayla, but he clearly makes state that, that many say the world is not a garden. Comes the Teir and says, Nain. It was Taka Chetetzadas. But the Chetetzadas didn't change the fundamental nature of existence. It was Mailimelekus. Concealed. Not removed, God forbid. There remain, remains a garden. That's why Legani. I'm coming back to where I began. It's not like the world was created a jungle and through Ayurveda we turn it into a garden. You know, uh, one of the principles in Yeshiva once told us, what did he accomplish in yeshiva? He said, I turned the jungle into a zoo. So it's not like we take a jungle and we turn it into a garden. It was always a garden. Ligani. 
Now, Vedan, what's concealed, which is the whole theme of the Hemshech, and our Aveda is to reveal it. That's a very different Aveda. So when it comes to Perikid Gimel, we're being Megala, that's Mata Mata Adein Tachlis in every Prat and every detail of existence. So it's both the theme of the central Maimer, and you understand the importance of Perikid Gimel. Now honestly, I don't know if anyone understood it before the Rebbe said the Maimer Tov Shenchov Gimel to that extent. You know, we learned the Perik. You know, I guess when you learn it well enough, you see it. But once you see the Rebbe's explanation, it becomes clear. That's the Chiddush of Perik Yud Gimel. In Perik Yudalid, just for the record, the, the, the Chiddush of Perik Yudalid is he goes back that even when the Eden itself comes Lamatamata, it's still Atamachayas Kulam, it's not Nishtana. Because the next question would be okay, fine, Eden itself is found everywhere. So that's a Chiddush. It's, in other words, not just Eden itself remains removed, that created the world, but the world itself is not, doesn't have Eden itself in it, or that it was Nishtalsal Lamatamata, but Eden Sof remains removed from us. That's a chiddush that Eden Sof is here, but maybe it was nishtana. So Yudal comes and says it didn't change, like light doesn't change just because it comes into Kalim. So it's a continuation of Perikid Gimel. But the chiddush of Perikid Gimel is the Eden Sof everywhere in the lowest levels, and that's the word Pella. That, that, that's the Pella. So the Pella is, is, is several fold here in this context. And the Sikh of, of Tav Shalom Bez really brings it out in very terms you can explain to anybody. Many people think the world is a jungle. Many people think human beings are animals. No, it's not correct. There's Eden Sof right inside of you. You were created B'Tselem Elikim. Even if it's Behelem, Be'etzem, that's you. You know, Afal Pishachot Yisrael. It's a whole approach. Just because a person sins doesn't change the etzem of who you are. You still have to bring it Begili. It's not enough to just say that Be'etzem is Be'etzem HaNesham is, is, is intact. That's, of course, the Aveda. But first you need to know that you have it. If you didn't know you have the potential, you're definitely not going to have the confidence and the ability to reveal it. So with that, let me go over now Perikid Gimel, step by step. And I'm more or less following the Rebbe's order from Tovshin Chav Gimel. But again, next week I'll go through the Chav Gimel Chidush mainly. Here I want to focus more Perikid Gimel and it's in uh, its structure. Okay, so Perikid Gimli says, "Vehini Masha Emer Lamata Adein Tachlis." So, as the Rebbe points out, what is he coming to add? So he says, "Till in Perikid Beis, the Chiddush was his Savus. The Eirein Mata Mata Adein Tachlis. You could teach is Eirein Sof has the power to create Mata Mata." which means all the Nivroim, all the Elamis, and in a way of Ein Sof, That was the big focus in Perik Yud Beis. Here he says now more. Koi ala gilvei spashtus, shu b'chines ispashtus b'chines Ein Sof, ve'en shiru bligvul mamish ad lamatamata. That is referring now to the Eir Ein Sof itself. Like in other words, in last Perik you could say it's not the Eir Ein Sof, it's the Hefza the Eir Ein Sof creates. Now we're talking about the Gavra, so to speak, of Eir Ein Sof. That's my own words. It's not that I saw anywhere. What is Eden Sof itself? That the Gili and Ispashtus is in the form of Ein Sof and Ein Shir, and it goes Mamish Adla Mata Mata. So that means this divine energy does not remain Lifnei Simtsum, does not remain in Elamis Yenim. It travels all the way down. To where? So there's no doubt that is not missing anything. Once you say the lowest, the, the last levels and the lowest levels, 
There's nothing lower than that. That means to the tachtun shein tachtun I've not seen anyone really being medayik. What's the difference between achreinus and tachtenus? I don't believe the Rebbe focuses on that, both in Chav Gimel, Mem Gimel. Um, but, um, I mean, achreinus literally means like the last level, and tachtenus means the lowest level. So I guess yes, bezem hashem bezet. We can discuss that, but I don't want to focus so much on that. And that's where now he continues. Vizel eiden sof lemata aden tachlis. And this is the meaning of the words. Eiden sof lemata aden tachlis. She's pashto se'er. Again, he's talking about the er now. Now I'm talking about the nevroim. I'm not talking about what the er creates. I'm talking about the energy itself. So very practically speaking, let's say we invest energy in, uh, you, wanna, you, build a, you build an object. You build a, a little structure. So there's the structure you build and there's your keiches that you use to build it. You don't use all your keiches to necessarily build something. You use what you need. So if you build a, I don't know, what, what do we build? I don't even know what we build, whatever. Anything you make, you invest some keiches in it. The thing you, cre- you built has your energy and that's that. But to say that your, all your energy is there, or in the words here, the ain't sof is not dafka. But that's not the case. That's the Chiddush. Lamata mata aden tachlis. Or lamata aden tachlis. Say, spashto seir b'chinnis ensof obligvul. Aden tachlis. Say, spashto seir b'chinnis ensof obligvul klal. Adam madrega yesu mata mata. Okay. Um, before we continue, I, 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 <laughs> I was such a richis, I forgot to make a major point. So I was saying the Chiddush of Mem Gimel over Chav Gimel. In Chav Gimel, the main focus, Tav Shem Chav Gimel, is to explain this matamata, the Chiddush I explained, that everywhere is alakus, and it remains ain't sof, even in the lowest levels. In Tavshim Mem Gimel, if you read the general thrust of the Maimer, it focuses on why Bechlal Klippus are talked about. Why do we talk about these lowest levels? And the Rebbe's main focus there is that we talk about it because that itself, through Teda, talking about these levels, gives us the Kayach to be Megala, this ain't sof. So essentially, the Chiddush of Tav Shemem Gimel is how, when we learn about it, that itself gives us the Kech, the Yaakov Esav Hamurim Beparsha, the idea of Pared and Teira, Klippus and Teira. And he talks there about Ichus about that point. And ultimately, there's a lot of Chiddushim in that Maimah, big ones, but the point being there is that the, the key is to live in this world with Klippus and Halom Izvestadim, but to bring the Tater perspective and how the Tater sees Mata Mata. So that is not said in Tav Shechav Gimel, but it gives a whole deeper take because it talks about how you talk to do it. You do it by learning Tater. You learn Tater, you understand how the Eibishter sees the Helam. Remember, we, when you say Lamata Mata Aden Tachlis, you're saying Eidein Sof is everywhere, but it's concealed, and now our job is to reveal it. And Ben Gimel is telling us that you, we can reveal it because let's look at how the Abishta sees Eidein Sof. When we look at this world, we don't see the Gili, the Eidein Sof, Lamatamadadadein Tachlis. You look at Pare, so you learn the Maim, and it says that Eidein Sof is there, but you don't see it Begoli. The Abishta, however, sees it that way. From Das Elyon, the Abishta sees Eidein Sof everywhere. How can we access how the Abishta sees things? By learning Tater. So the Tater, it's Chaim and the Zayah, that brings all the different places that talk about Klippus. So they're not just to tell us like, uh, like you're learning Hilchas Avedezara because you need to know what Avedezara is about for Halachas. The learning Teir itself, Istakabar Aysa Baralm, is how the Eberster sees Klippus, which is really just a place where he's hidden the Lukus. So Mem Gimel is actually a whole mimer of how we access the Teir view 
on these halomas vestate. But we'll talk about that later more. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Then the, Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe continues. So the next piece, the Rebbe has a whole thing in Tov Shekhov Gimel, where he brings the tale of the Baal Shem Tev and the Alter Rebbe on the three Dargis, Elim Esa'insof, Atzilus, and Biyah. So here he says, the Elim Esa'insof, Shalifne Atzimtzum. Just want to point out, it says Shalifne Atzimtzum. So I've been writing on some of the groups, what does this mean? With elements ain't of lifniat symptom. We know that lifniat symptom ain't a sin of smoking the elements claw. So it's been going back and forth. Some say that it should be corrected and should say shalifniat silus. Because in the Maimer, the source of this Maimer is Vahibaya Etzimayemazet Tofresh Pei, and there it says lifniat silus. The Rebbe in Tofshechov Gimel, interestingly, did not say lifniat symptom. He says, there he says, elements ain't of, he compares to Ak, Briya the Clawless, which is after the symptom. But it, it says here, Lifniat Simpson, just for the record, this mimer is not printed from a Guf Saviyat Kedish. They do not have the Rafidi Kareb's actual handwriting of Tofresh Pei Gimel, this mimer. So we have a Maitik. So it's possible that there was a mistake here. Nobody wants to come out and say there's a mistake because the Rebbe did not say there is a mistake. But the Rebbe did not chaser the words Lifniat Simpson in Tofshechov Gimel or Tofshemem Gimel. Listen to the tape. I heard it a few times, and, uh, and that's why. Rabiel, when he wrote Anoch, he doesn't write Telefniat Simpson. Just writes Elimus Ainsof. But however you explain it, um, he talks about Elimus Ainsof, then comes Elimat Silus, the Shom Meir Ha'er Ainsof Begili. So he's, the, the next piece is to explain, by contrast, that Elimus Ainsof and Atsilus is not a Pella. Because they're Kalim La'ir Ainsof, Leah's the Gamma Kalim Hadam Melakus Mamish when you're talking about Atsilus. Because it's already a keli. What's the chiddush? Says ain't pella klal. The chain ain't pella mashem yechel na kabla erin sofagili. And the Rebbe makes a big focus on this. The two points. The first uh, the, that you see are two points. That it's meir. You can have erin sof is meir. Like you have the sun shines on this world. But it doesn't mean we're kalim to mikabal the sun. That's why Chesidah says there's the same sun that shines on a palace shines on the garbage pile. Because there's no, it's not a keli. It's just hamshoch, it's like makif. But the next chiddush is that it's a keli lekabal. That's also not a chiddush. So it's not just that there's the hamshoch amamay lamato of erein sof lamata mato in atzilus and lamay higher than atzilus. But also to be kalim is not a pella. Or the Rebbe uses the word gili and ispashtus and gili. Spashtus is the, like the Hamshokha Seir and Gili would mean that it's miscabal by the Makabal. So that's not a Pella. Where is the Pella? Elam is Biyah. That's Bechinus Mato, which is not like a Gufal in Nishmosa. A Gufal in Nishama, a Guf is a Keli to the Nishama. But a Levush is a garment. It's a separate, the Dover Nifrit. Mashenkin Biyah and Levushim. And Levushim is Bavad, which is not like Kalim. And there, a Levush is a Dover Nifrid. As a Dover Nifrid, and you still have Lamata Mata, Aden Tachlis there, that's a Chiddush, that's a Pella. It's a major Pella. And from the Loshan is Mashma, that just like Atsilis and higher than Atsilis are not just the Eid is Meir, but they're also Kalim, that means Biyak could also become a Kali. That's a big Chiddush. Now, of course, it needs Aveda. Because you, you learn Bapashtus, if you're saying it's not a, it, 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 it's a Pella, so that what, Biyah is like Atzillus? No. 
it's saying that even in Biyah, it's a nifrid, you also have Eide and Sof, but it's still concealed. Now the job of Aved is to reveal it. But, but it's a Chiddush because, it's a Pella because it's coming even in a place of nifrid. As the Rebbe explains in Tavshin Yechav Gimel, which we will discuss in the coming Shiurim. Okay. The Rebbe brings here, as I said, the whole a contrast to a Maimer from the, from the Baal Shem Tev and the Alter Rebbe, in the Kutte Tere, the Gimel Pashis, which again, I'll leave that for the, the next year. Now, I've, I wanted to cover the whole Pedic. I see already uh, time is limited, but the next part, just to give it briefly, I'll just do it very briefly. So the next part is the part about Imi Loa Mekanna Bekrasaya. So what does this come to add? So the Rebbe explains, this is coming to add, because you could say, okay, Bria is, is, uh, is now but who says Yitzir and Asiya? Maybe Yitzir and Asiya are, Yitzir is a levush to Bria, and Asiya is a levush to Yitzir. So he says, no. Imi Loa is Mekanna Bekrasaya, and she's svirin be yitzir of eifem basia. What does that mean? That the svirus of atzilus, bina of atzilus, nests in bria. Zov atzilus midis nests in svirin be yitzira. She's svirin and eifem, which is malchus of a of of atzilus, nests in asia. So the chiddush is not just bria that the body called bia. All of it are nifrodim, and the erein sov goes also there. That's the main focus. And that's where you have the Elikus. The next piece starts about the Nishamas. That the Nishamas of Biyah, which of course the question is, why is there something the Friedrich Rebbe speaking about Nishamas? So the Rebbe's answer is, because the whole theme of, of Postalagani is that all this is done through Ayurveda. Remember, it's Ayurveda that building the Mishkan. Ayurveda Sarkarbonus. Shtus and all that. That's our Aveda. So that's why it brings the Neshamas here to tell us who's doing this job. So you could say, Eden Sof is Lamatamata Aden Tachlis, but if the Neshamas don't have the Kayach, how are we going to accomplish it? So that's why it's important to focus that the Neshamas, as they come into Biyah, as he continues, and that's most of the Neshamas, because only Chad Bedara are Neshamas of Atsilis, that they too they have it. Why? Because they're the Pneumius, like he says. Because they have something that the ailments don't have. They have more power of this Eden Soflamata Mata Aden Tachlis. The rest of the Pedic, which I said I'm not going to go over right now, I'll just do it next week a little more in detail. Then, in the, a the, the very organized way, and the Rebbe really drives the point home when you see Tavshar Chav Gimel, he goes, Mamish Mamayla Lamata Mata. Remember, Lamata Mata Aden Tachlis means it's starting in the highest levels, Eden Sof. Lamata mata adenta, lamata adentachlis doesn't say twice mata, once. So it takes it downward. So that's exactly what he does. He starts with elamis einsof, atzilus. There, there's no pella. Okay. Then he goes to biyah. Then the neshamis in biyah. Then the what's next? The galgalim and the mazolus of elam hazen. So even there, you have lamata adentachlis. Then he goes further. After that, that's still kedusha. That's still a world of Rishus, at least. It's not Hepachalakus. So then comes the next piece that even Hashpolik Dele, even Behelem Behester Godel, Beribu Helamas Vestadim, Ukamakubafrat Kameshabob Beribu Tsimtsumim, that is Ashiachalis Dovera Hepach Malakus, that even there. Because again, you could argue, Lamatamada Dentachus in Kedusha Be'elam Hazah, or in Rishus. 
But who says in Dvarim that I'm an Agatelikus? And that's where he continues and brings Liya Elia Nia Sisini of Pare. And that's Pare. And then he brings what that is in Aveda, Bali Asik. Or Yeshva'el, who forget there's a neighbor. You could have Teda, you could have Gdusha, but you disconnect. In Aveda, that's Al Derek, the Gaiva comes into play. You forget about Elikus. So even there, you have Lamata Mata Lamata Aden Tachlis. Which is basically till the end of the Pedic where he concludes. So he says at the end, Sha'eru Mutfa Ba Hester Ba Helen Biyasar. Mutfa Ba Helen. So the the air is there. Shabab Ribi Stasu is the air shimstalsha madrega madrega da make nadrega sayesar tahtemis. That's the punchline. So despite how low and how dark, even the lowest levels, Elakus is there. Mutfa. Interesting word. Mutfa means it's um it's like it's 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 nature. It's Embedded there. And that is what we need to be Megal. So we'll stop here. And as I said, I'll continue. I'll just I'll sum it up again next week. And then we'll learn more the focus on Tov Shechov Gimel. And then we'll move to Tov Shemem Gimel. Everyone have a very good day. <laughs>